Hey everybody, it's Travis. This episode is an actual phone call that I had with Shane that I was talking to him a couple days ago just to check up on him and to see if he's doing okay and, and make sure his family's doing okay. Uh, I've tried to tweak the audio as best I could, so I apologize if the sound quality is not to the level that you're used to uh, while listening to this podcast. On that note, enjoy the show. Are you just trying to navigate adulthood in a world that still expects you to have it all figured out? Welcome to This Is 50 with your hosts, Travis Holmes and Shane McManus. Travis. Shane! <laughs> how are you? Well, let's find out how you are. I don't want to wake the baby, so I don't want to scream. I don't want to wake the baby. <laughs> you said don't scream. I'm I'm well. I'm good. I'm all right. I'm doing all right. Okay. You drinking? Of course. Duh. It's past 12 o'clock on Thursday. Well, I figured you'd be <laughs> doing one of them stupid New Year's resolutions. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. Actually, you know what? My New Year's resolution, personally, I never really told anyone this. I told my wife this. Is to go through my computer and just clean out the excess fat. Like, I've got all these different files and every time I have to go to look for something on my computer, you know, I have to open up this file and open up this file and then search and then look for this file. So for the past, actually for the last week, I've been going through my computer and just getting rid of files that, you know, I look at it. If it says 2022 on it, put it in a file, put it in a folder somewhere and put it on my external hard drive. I don't need that shit on my computer. So I'm not a, I'm not a file person. I'm, I'm terrible at unzipping files. And creating, what are you trying to do, y'all? Creating files, and it just doesn't work for me. Well, I, I ha well, you have to understand my situation. You know, I've got, you know, the, the three podcasts I'm trying to keep track of, and there's a video portion, there's an audio portion, then there's a raw portion, and then there's, you know, a raw this, and then edited this, and so I have to keep all that kind of separate. Uh -huh. Yeah, well, I'm just, I'm just not good at, at files <laughs> and emails, and you know. <laughs> I sat down and messed with it long enough, I'd pick it back up again, but I just, I don't know. What, once the iPad came out, that was all I needed. That's just too simple. That's good for me. I don't need anything else. <laughs> I watched uh, things on my pad. <laughs> my digital paper pad. Well, and you can do, you can do more. Oh, I know. Amy's got, she's got, uh, I don't know, the latest Samsung or whatever. You know, it's a 11 and a half inch pad but you know what she plays she plays friggin slot machine games that doesn't win oh look i won four billion coins i'm like going does that translate into actual money no but i get another free spin i'm like going oh jesus christ <laughs> make me some money on that thing that's what stephanie does i mean she plays that bingo clash i think that's probably what yeah i think she plays something close to that so well i mean and you can get you make some, well, it's rigged. If you don't put money into it, then they're not going to let you make any money. Right. But um, it's impossible. to you, Even if you earn any money, it goes into a PayPal account, but it's impossible to cash it out. They won't let you cash it out. Well, I think the, the minimum, like normally they'll say, you know, you need a you need to have $10 in your account before you can cash it out. So when it hits like 10.01, then you cash it out. Or some of them will say you need at least $50 in this account before you can cash it out. So that's how oh, they get you. Oh, well. But there are people who are complaining that they have hundreds and thousands of dollars in there. I think probably spent thousands of dollars. But the, 
the cash out the, the that will not let them give them their money. So they're they're complaining. I uh, rat bastards. I play Willy Wonka slots. <laughs> on on the on the the tablet. No, it's on my phone. Oh. So I have uh, I have four trillion dollars worth of worthless. <laughs> might as well, might as well buy Zimbabwe money and just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can't, you can't cash this stuff out. There's nothing you can do with it, and you have to pay to play. Yeah, yeah I, like, I don't understand yeah, that. You know, uh, you something I was going through when um when I sold my the the blue Silverado, and uh, I put you know. I said, babe, what do you want me to do with all this money? I'll just put it into our account and stuff. I'm like, well, let's pay off some credit cards or something like that. Yeah, 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 whatever, whatever. So I said, well, you know, let me have access, you know, to the credit card accounts because she's got them in her name. That way it kind of separates just in case, you know, shit hits the fan. You know, my credit is good. At least one of them, someone in the house has good credit score. I said, so let me access that. So I started accessing that. And I'm like, well, what is this $2,300 on a credit card? And I'm looking at like, like the, the state, I'm like, what is she buying with all this stuff? Shane, no lie. She spent $2,300 on one of those apps on free spins or whatever. And I said, I said, babe, I said, uh, you know, not for nothing. I love you. You can do whatever you want with your money and stuff like that. I said, but putting $2,300 on the credit card to play these games and her eyes lit up. She had no idea that when she hit like the, you know, play, you know, buy 10 rounds and buy 10 rounds. She didn't realize, she thought she was using the in-game credits. And, yeah, I said, babe, this is $2,300. She's like, oh, my God. She's like, oh, man. I'm like, oh. So now every time she plays something, I, I like, watch over her shoulder. I'm like, this is not costing us money, is it? Not costing us money, is it? <laughs> but, yeah, they, they got her. Just because, you know, it's easy just to hit that, that screen over and over and over and over again. Yeah, I mean, if you don't know what's going on, then those things are really easy. To, and can you imagine kids? Oh, yeah. You, you Screwing kids over? Well, you hear stories left and right about kids, you know, running up a $4,000 bill on, you know, mommy's iPad because they want to watch another episode of, you know, Bluey or something like that, which my episodes of Bluey are totally different than the kids' version of Bluey, but still. What is Bluey? It's a movie. It's a, it's, I think it's a dog that's named Blue EY. Yeah, something like that. Something like, I don't know what it is, but I'm not a kid. I'm not a child, Shane. I keep telling myself that. I'm not a child. You brought it up, not me. You're the, car, you're the cartoon watcher. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, good, good. Glad you're doing good. Yeah. Everything. As far as me, as far as I am concerned, I'll put it to you this way. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen um, episodes of Wild Kingdom or watched any kind of videos of animals out on the Serengeti with the Mutual lion? of Omaha. Yeah. Well, have you ever seen you know, where a lion catches something? Yeah, he kind of hits. He kind of hits the butt of the gazelle. The gazelle kind of spins around, and then it tries to get up again. But by then, that time, the the lion or lioness has jumped on top of it. Uh, and it'll fight for a little bit. For a little bit. And then it just it's like bump screwed. <laughs> Give in to the beast. Yeah, so it just lays there and gets eaten, eaten alive. I'm at the point now where I'm just like, go ahead and chew. <laughs> Here's my arm. Take, yeah. take my body, my flesh. 
<laughs> just make it just make it quick. Don't play around with me. Yeah. You know? Um I am just kinda of giving in the, the hand that I'm dealt, so I'm yeah. just doing the best I can with it. Good. Well, I say good, but it's not it's not a good life to live, but unfortunately the, the people that you're taking care of, um, you know, you're trying to give them a better life to live. Type deal. Yeah, but you know, that doesn't always mean there's a reward for that. You you would think, Well, I'm doing good, that means I'm gonna get good in return. Yeah, my life doesn't work that way. <laughs> it doesn't always work like that, mister. Mm-hmm. But I'm just tired. Just tired. I mean I'm you know, when I told you yesterday there's eight appointments. Yeah. Between this week and next, I wasn't kidding. Oh, I understand. Yeah, I was telling, I, I told Amy, and, and I said, you know, I, well, I kind of talked to Shane the other day. She, oh, my God, how's she doing? You know, I said, well, and I read the the, the feed, you know, the, our text messages back. She's like, oh, man, she's like, just, just let them know that, you know, I understand. And because don't forget her mom, you know, went through the whole cancer and stuff when she was like, you know, 15 years old. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She lost her mom when her mom was six, or when her mom was sixteen. When she was sixteen, so for like almost like a year and a half, um, she went through the whole thing as far as you know her being in the hospital and taking care of her, and and then you know she became she succumbed to her um, her illness. So yeah. Well, what kind of cancer? Uh, well, her mom passed away at the age of like forty six or something like that. Um, liver cancer, but I mean, I guess she was a heavy, heavy drinker, but to, to die at liver cancer at 47 or even in the, the late forties, I don't know what that, that level. Well, just probably depending on how long she's been a heavy drinker. I mean, well, Christ, Shane, you and I have both been drinking since we were 12. So, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah I mean, I take a break on Sunday. <laughs> well, that's the least you could do for our father. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I used, I used to take a break on mm-hmm. We'll be right back. I used to come home late, not a minute too soon. Barking like a dog, howling at the moon. You'd be mad as a no-wit hen. Up all night, wondering where I'd been. I'd fall down and say, come help me, honey. You laughed out loud, I guess you thought it was funny. But I sobered up, I got to thinking, girl, you ain't much fun since I quit drinking. Now I'm painting the house and I'm mending the fence. I guess I've gone and lost all my good sense. Too much work, it's hard for your health. Now I'm killing <laughs> not, not as much anymore. You take it where you can get it. I don't. I don't know. I'm getting kind of getting bored with drinking. Does that make sense? No, doesn't. Yeah, I mean, I, I still love the taste of, of beer, but mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. There's just something about it. Just, just kind of. I, I still want to have a drink every now and then. Just don't want to do it like I used to. Yeah. Well, you got a lot of a uh, lot of responsibilities and stuff. I know when. If, you know, there's someone sick in the house, I know there's been times where I'm like going, okay, you know, I can't do this because I've got a responsibility in the, in the household, you know, whether it be, uh, you know, at the time, you know, her, her dad at one time and, and even living down in Florida. I mean, there's, there's, you know, you have to be ready for that call, you know. Well, you know, we were sitting there figuring this up the other day and just, so there's 168 hours in a week. Of those 168 hours, 92 of them belong to me. 
mm-hmm. to, to care for her. That's, there's 92 hours out of the week that there's not a nurse here. Now, some of it's Stephanie helps. The majority of it is overnight. But that's, I mean, that's three-quarters almost, you know, a nurse not being here. And then when they are here, dealing with her dad. Yeah. Or I'm dealing with, you know, still dealing with her. I have to help the nurse, you know, get her in and out of the bed. And we, and we got to. I mean, not to get off on everything that, you know, that's going on with her. But you got the crane, just, the crane system still working? Oh, dude. The McManus crane? Everybody, <laughs> yeah. Everybody loves that thing. It has made life so much easier. I'm sure. And it's and it's working perfect. Well, good. So that was the best $300 I've ever spent. <laughs> but I think, you know, as far as, as money goes, there's a, a like a government program uh, that's going to pay me anything much. It's like $13 an hour. For what? Well, to be her caregiver when there's no nurses here. Oh, okay. But I think all they'll pay is, um, crap, what is it, like, for 40 hours. 40, like 4-0? 4 zero. Okay. So whatever $13 an hour is times 40. Mm, that usually rounds out to be, is tax taken out of that? Or is there... I'm sure, are you kidding me? <laughs> so that's going to get their freaking money back. So that's about, that's I think it's 32 or $33,000 a year. That's not too bad. Somewhere in there. I'm just... Honestly, I'm, I mean, this is, I mean, I told Stephanie, this is like, you know, we're, uh, the hair on the back of our neck's getting long here, and so are our teeth. Mm-hmm. And we've got to think, think of retirement, you know, somehow. You know, that's still something that we need to address. Mm-hmm. And that's not easy to do. You know, we've got a little bit of money in the bank, but it's not enough to retire off of. Well, does she have, does with her, through her job, does she have like a 401k or any kind of like retirement funding or does everything go in, into the bank and then spending on things? Like, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, we just, uh, she gets, so I don't know what, I mean, I don't know what her, she does have 401k. I don't know what they match, um, but it's obviously not enough for her to get involved in it. Because if they're not matching anything, then you might as well just get yourself saved. Well, if they do, traditionally, a, a, a small company would give you, uh, they will match 50% up to 3%. So for every $3 you put in there, you get $1.50 back from the other company. Um, and that's, a, that's, that's on average. I think, uh, I think Mac Papers was doing that. I think it might have been 4%, but so that's, that's on average. So... Well, there's some places that don't match at all. They just well, that, savings account, a tax-free savings account. Well, so a yeah. 401k is is basically both companies, both individuals benefit because they they um they benefit from the 1.5 percent that they put in as a tax write-off on their end, and then you you know put in your three percent, and that's done before taxes. So, yeah. well, I don't know what hers is. She's not set up with anything, but we're, you know, we're just trying to figure some investments or something like that. I don't, I don't know anything about investing. I'd love to learn how to trade, um, but I don't know anything about it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Just trying to figure our, figure our way. It ain't pretty, but yeah. we're doing it. Well, good. Any um, progression on um, Kara? Uh, 
don't know. It's it's hard to tell with her. She has good days and bad days. There's some days you look at her and go, wow, she's making some progress, and the next day is like, ugh. So you don't ever really know. Mm-hmm. It's but there are there do there does seem to be some things coming coming back. She's starting to do some things that you know she did. I don't know if you know the whole story, but when we first brought her home last year, she was making a lot of progress. Yeah, and then she had a, a stroke or something, and, and slapped her right back into when she was going through rehab. Well, she had an she had pneumonia. Yeah, or, or I knew I knew it was something that that set her back. Like she was getting ready to go, yeah. and then all of a sudden she got something, and it completely just shut her down again. Yeah, like worse than before. Yeah, it's it's worse than before. So, but she's healthy. You know, all of her blood work comes back good. I mean, she's probably, other than the obvious, she's probably healthier than she's ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to take her to get a CT scan yesterday. Um, all the swelling is gone in her brain, finally. So it's just a matter of her brain rewiring now and healing. All the all the crazy stuff is over, so now it's just a waiting game. But there She's got evaluate. That's what's taking up a lot of time next week. Is she's got evaluations where they're going to um, get her set up to start doing rehabilitation. It's outpatient, where I would have to take her, mm-hmm. and that's what's going to. Because it's like you know, three, four days a week, depending on what they decide. Um, you know, two could be between two and four hours a day, depending on what therapist she's seeing. Now, she, she's awake. Like, she sleeps and she's awake or she has those, you know, she, she's, eyes are open, eyes are closed. Eyes are open, eyes are closed, whether she's responding or not. But she does have somewhat of a, you know, quote-unquote sleep pattern. So I don't, under, I don't understand, you know, you always see, like, on the, on the movies and the TV shows, they go, well, we have to do an in, induced coma. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't they do an induced coma, you know, for nine months and let her completely you know, reset, you know, you talk about the brain resetting itself. Why wouldn't you, why wouldn't they do that to have, have, you know, make her reset herself and then let her, I guess, wake up naturally? I don't know how that works. I'm not a freaking doctor by any means, not since the lawsuit, but. (laughs) (laughs) The drug-induced comas are only temporary, and that's just so swelling can heal or, or whatever. But you don't, and they use propofol to do it. Ooh, that's scary. So, yeah, so you can't, you know, it's, you can't keep them, you know, sedated for that long. The thing about it, you know, she was in a coma when this first happened. Right. But she only stayed in a coma, which they didn't ever think she was going to come out of a coma. She stayed in a coma for a week. Um, and they say the faster you come out of it, you know, the better chance you have of gaining more function and stuff. Right. But she just... She just keeps defying the odds. She keeps doing. I mean, by all accounts, she shouldn't be here. She really should not be here. Yeah. But you know, she just keeps doing everything they say she's not going to do. Um, not not to be dark or anything. Have you guys made arrangements just in case everything kind of goes, you know, ninety degrees or one eighty degrees? Anything like that? Have you guys prepared for any of that stuff? Or are you just like, you're being optimistic and like, oh, no, 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 we don't need to do that. You know, this type deal. She's going to be all right. And uh, The only thing that we kind of have in place is, a, is a, a medical directive, like a DNR. I don't, oh, do not resuscitate? Yeah. I don't know what I think. I think it's after, it's got some guidelines to it. And there, there's some life-saving procedures or 
so much time spent on it, and then there's a directive in there to, to stop at some point. Mm-hmm. But, like 180 uh, days, and if she's not better by 180 days after this, and you know. Yeah, something of that nature. I don't, I'm not sure how it's worded. Stephanie, Stephanie did all that, but um, you know, as far as we just, just take it one day at a time. I mean, like I said, right now she's healthy. Mm-hmm. So there's really, she's healthy and she's stable. Usually, what you know, what gets them is um, like some sort of infection. Yeah. Some bed sores. Right, right, right. Respiratory effects, but she septus or something thrown in there. She's so well taken care of that she has zero bed sores. Um, she rarely gets infections. So, you know, if we were to send her off to a nursing home, I'll put it to you this way: if we were to send her off to a nursing home, it'd be a death sentence. Stick around; we'll be right back. You wouldn't send her. You wouldn't send her to a nursing home. You would send her to because nursing homes technically they're one step. Like I would send my dad to a nursing home, and that would be one step before hospice. You know, they'll sit there and watch him, make sure he eats, make sure he you know poops and all that stuff. But he's got cognizance. You know, he can move around and do whatever he wants. Um, a rehabilitation center would be my concern. Not my concern. Not that it's my child, but I mean that would be where you would send her, a rehabilitation center, where they would sit there in 24 hours a day, kind of like what you're doing now. But God knows the, the insurance and how much that costs per month, per week, per day would be just ridiculous. That's why the government is really pushing to have people at home. Yeah. Because it's way cheaper. But it's called a long-term care facility, but it's still a nursing home. But the thing about it is, Kira has a trach. She has that trach in. And there's only like two or three facilities in North Carolina that will even take people with those. Hmm. So yeah, if we but, center one, it'd probably be three, four hours away. Yeah, but you would think I would be a little bit more... Com- I mean, it, the, a trach itself is not a complex thing. Really not. For 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 example, my my yeah, my mom my mom had to go to dialysis, I think three times a week, and she at one time had a a Shane. It was as as large as a a a a love couch or a love sofa or a love seat or whatever. Like the machine was so large, it's like a huge treadmill in her in her bedroom that might I mean it's like you know blue cord goes to this bag and, and a yellow cord goes to this bag and the red cord goes to this bag and she would sit there and do the dialysis at the house and she would get the bag mm-hmm. to sailing through the through the yeah. mail and stuff yeah it's nothing I mean we've got a suction can or a suction machine and she has what's called a caucasus so it hooks this hose up to her trach and because the biggest thing with having a trach is mucus Mm-hmm. Build up of mucus because she doesn't breathe through her nose. She still breathes through her nose, but most people don't breathe through their nose. 
Um, <laughs> Not uh, those mouth breathers that we know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she, um, it, because she's not breathing through her nose with all those little hairs and all the humidification that your nose provides for you. Correct. She has to, she builds up a lot of mucus. So this machine will actually blow air into her lungs and then suck it back out and it sucks all that mucus out. Oh, God. Thank God I'm not eating lunch. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I <laughs> should have asked. Um, but that thing, you know, gets, it's just like the rest of us. You cough and you clear all that stuff out of your lungs. So, but if you can't do that, then you end up with pneumonia. I'm sitting here going, like, my throat, I'm like going, <clears throat> maybe I need to <coughs> clear out my throat. As I'm, yeah. You know. Yeah. But there's times, that, I, there's times at night where I have the, not nothing compared to what you're going through, but there's times at night where I wake up at like 2 o'clock in the morning and I feel what the, what I can only describe as like a web right at the, the base of my throat, and I, <coughs> you know, cough, and, and Amy's like going, well, you need to take a, a allergy pill before you go to bed. I said, yeah, and then I've got freaking cotton mouth where I can't fucking move my tongue. It's like cardboard paper in my mouth. I literally cannot close my mouth because my mouth is so dry, it's, it's like concrete solid open. Well, it's, it's better than what you're going through. I said, is it really? Is it really, babe? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's easy to say that stuff when you don't have to deal with it. Exactly. But, yeah, that machine keeps her from getting, you know, getting pneumonia. And keeps her, I, I hooked it up for myself because you can do it with a mask. And it is god-awful feeling. Mm. It's like somebody stuck an air hose in your lungs, blew them up, and then stuck a vacuum cleaner and sucked it all back out. <laughs> I was panicking. But she tolerates it. I mean, she's... Just something you gotta get used to. Does she tolerate, or she has no choice? <laughs> well, here's the thing about her: she will show them emotions. She, if she doesn't like something, she has facial expressions. Um, she does she uh, she but, moan or anything? I say moan. You know, ooh 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 ooh. She she can. She can. She can make noises. Yeah, she can. She can make noises. She can cough on her own. I mean, it's just these little things. Like they said that she would be totally paralyzed and wouldn't be able to do anything. Right. But she can, she can do things. So, you know, that potential for her to gain function is, is there. It's just going to take a long time. Right. And the only reason that they're, you know, saying give her a chance is because of her age. You know, it might take ten years, but she'll only be thirty, thirty-five years old. So she'll still have plenty of life left. Mm-hmm. I'll be an old fart, but... <laughs> It'll be that yeah. way, dead. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's... At this point, it's just giving her a chance. Because, you know, like I said, if you send her off to some sort of facility, whatever... Yeah. She, she won't make it. Because they won't take care of her. Not to the level of, of what... They'll do what the minimum government requires them to do. Ah, she can't even get to the hospital. She came home from the hospital with bed sores. Because they didn't turn her. She lost 22 pounds because they didn't feed her. But just the hospital, I'm telling you, the medical system sucks. It just would not take care of it. Now, is it the medical system? Because I know you're a veteran. Is it the medical and part of the VA or no? Does she, she doesn't fall underneath that. Or is it, is, no, it, no, is, no. It because, is it because that she's on government insurance? Because I'm assuming no, that's what she's on. It's just the hospital itself. 
and this is Carolina's medical center. Yeah, but I mean, there, there's a there's a kind of a difference, you know. I, I mean, I don't I don't know, but in my mind, I'm like going, okay, you know, I've got you know golden platinum insurance, so if I go into the hospital, you know, I get a room right away, and they'll they'll take the splinter out of my hand, and they'll bandage me up, and give me all the good medicine and stuff. But then you got people like my dad, who has absolutely no medical insurance at all, other than what the Medicaid or Medicare, whatever they they try to sell you over the fucking phone. And he's got that, and he goes in there, and he's got to wait seven hours, you know, to get a room or something like that, because just his insurance is not, you know, it takes so long or or whatever that that scenario is. I, you know, that's the way I look at it. And it's the same, you know, house. I'm I'm sitting in one bed next to my dad, who's in the other bed over there. Not that that's happened. I'm just saying that I think insurance plays a big role in who gets seen first and priority not type supposed, stuff. Not supposed to, but I guess that's possible. Hold on, guys. We'll be right back. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't you don't hear that or see that behind the scenes. No, I mean, I don't know. She's surprisingly gotten very good care. It's just the individual nurses were lazy at the hospital, and some were good and took care of them, some, but most didn't. Yeah, because they've got got too many too many patients to take care of. Mm-hmm. So that's not a good sign. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's one on one here. The nurses that we have, they're kind of like family now, so. Uh, they take really good care of her, and they like doing this. They like the one-on-one. They they can't stand working in a hospital. So and I'm sure they 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 probably you know are getting a better you know pay because they're no. like roadie nurses or whatever no. they're called. Nope, you get paid more in the hospital. The least paid nurse you can have a you can have an RN that works in a doctor's office. They get paid the least. Mm-hmm. Then the next up is a home health care. Hmm. And then it, you know, just goes up the tier from there. Hmm. So, it's weird. Yeah, it's eye-opening. But you know, I know that uh, it, it, it's funny. Anytime, like one of my family members went into you know into the hospital or went into the whatever, you've got that one person in the family that knows all the ins and outs, you know, of the hospital and all that stuff. And it's only because they've been through the whole entire system once before, and it, it shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't be that one. That one person, oh, well, you need to make sure that this is going on. And that person in my family was Aunt Shirley. And I told you a story about my Aunt Shirley and stuff, only because, you know, she you know, put her, her sister in the hospital. She put her mom and dad in the hospital and knew, knows everything. She actually worked in a um, retirement home, what you call it before, nursing care facility? Long-term care. Yeah, long-term care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, in downtown Orlando, Florida, and and she would she knows the ins and outs of all that stuff. So like, if my mom ever went in, well, when my mom went into the hospital, she was like, "On okay, we need this A, B, C, D, and F. If you can't do this, I, I need to, I need to talk to this person. You know, I need to talk to the registered this person." And so, but it's it's weird that everyone has that one family member that that knows the ins and outs because they've gone through it, and it's sad that that's the way it is. You know. You have to ask for these things. If you don't ask for them, they just go, okay, you know, oh, um, John Doe, you know, there you go. You're, this is your room. Doctor will see you in, eh, you know, when he's done with his golf game. 
you know, type deal. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stephanie, you know, she works in healthcare, whole dog. You know, she just gets right on stuff and it gets done. Yeah. I don't know how, but she just gets. Well, that's good. Uh, it's good to have a big, you know, a big chip on your shoulder and a big presence when you when you're well, dealing with those you people. Know, it's her child, so she's uh, you know looking out for her child. I don't know if it's mine, but <laughs> she says it's hers, and we'll have to go with that. <laughs> I mean, it's nah. I I don't wish this on nobody. I mean, good grief, it's, it's tough. But you know, we're we're just adapting to it the best we can. Doing doing the best we can. Okay. How's how's your uh, father-in-law doing? No, that's another story. <laughs> Hold on, let me go outside of his listening ear. Is he is he angry? Just a angry, weird, um kind of just a little bit of everything. Yeah. I can't explain it. I can, but I can't right at the moment. Okay. <laughs> well, I won't. I won't pin you down on that. So. Yeah. Well. Well. I'll get into that at another time. But <laughs> nothing. Another thing to do. So uh, everyone wants to know when you're coming back on the show. I don't know, Travis. I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> I just don't know. I'm having a prior. I told you I was having a prioritize. I think the biggest thing that's, that's going to get me is the, these uh, trips to rehab. Mm-hmm. You know, in order for it to do her any good, she's going to have to go three, four days a week. Mm-hmm. So it's just the whole, just getting her out the door takes forever. Yeah. And I, you know, I just, I don't know. I don't know. We're going to take a quick little break and continue our conversation with Shane. Have you uh, have you listened to the show lately or no? Yeah, I've listened to a few of them. <laughs> have you? Well, I'll put it on. I'm, I haven't listened to all the way through, but I've caught bits and pieces of it. Because it shows up on YouTube. Right. Pictures. <laughs> well, have you, uh, have you seen the shows with uh, the other guy? Mm-hmm. Have you? <laughs> and what do you think of that guy? I like him. I like him. Huh? I like him. Do you really? Yeah, where did you, did you get him on, find him on Tinder or what? <laughs> do you know who that is? I do not. That's the um, the host of Murder and Coffee. Shut up. <laughs> really? It is. He looks like Jelly Roll. I don't know who Jelly Roll is. Is that the tattoo artist guy? No, that's the big fat country singer. Yeah. Raps. I guess he's the one guy. They're all covered in tattoos. Right. Yeah, he, um, he, uh, the show, the one show I did by myself, and I was, you know, explaining everything that was going on with you and stuff, he, he was like, texting me, or I say texting me, he reached out to me, uh, through, via email, he got my email address, I don't know, it's on one of the websites or something, he found me, oh, cause we did the, the sponsorship and stuff for him, mm-hmm. so he had my email address. So he wrote me this big three-paragraph long thing. He's like, oh, you know, I, I'm sorry to hear about Shane, you know, you know, hopes and prayers and all that stuff. And he's like, oh, hey, look, you know, I, I know you're doing the show by yourself. He's like, I've got this huge background. And, and this is like, you know, on a Saturday afternoon. 
And I said, nobody has time for that on a Saturday afternoon. <laughs> no. And I'm sitting there, my like the email, and I said, oh, this is interesting. And Amy's like, on oh, what? I said, the Murder and Coffee guy is reaching out. He said, uh, he'd like to fill in for Shane when Shane's not around, not to take your place, but just to fill in. And I go, I said, what, what should I do? She's like, well, see, you know, see what he can do. I go, yeah, I know, but you know, this is, you know, mine and Shane's show. Well, let him know that from the start. So I said, all right, fine. So I'm texting him back, you know, now I've got each other's phone number. I'm like going, Hey, look, you know, yeah, this is fine. We can talk later and stuff. Uh -huh. So, Extremely. yeah. So I started talking to him. I'm like going, Hey, look, you know, this is, and I was, you know, a little buzz and stuff. I was like, yeah, we can do it, and we'll we'll see what goes on. I said, you know, all I need you to do is come up with three topics, just like you. I need three topics of, of stuff that's happened to you in the last seven days or so. And he's like, all right, cool. I'm like, all right, um, we can do a show on Friday. I said, from 1, you know, 1 o'clock like I do with you, 1 to one thirty or one thirty for 2 o'clock show. And he is a technical director for a, a private school or something like that. I hit the button when the shooter comes in. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. So we did the first show. I did all the editing, did all the stuff, and trying to make everything sound as good as it was. And then he reaches out to me. Oh, I reach out to him on Wednesday. I'm like going, hey, uh, are we still good for Friday? He's like, oh, I thought I was fired after last week's show. I said, no, no, no. I said, your first show with us. I said, so... He's like, I'm not trying to replace Shane. I'm not trying. To, I'm like, okay, fine, okay, okay, got it, got it, got it. I said, just come on the show and just be natural, please. That's all I want. So this week's, this past week's show was a little bit better. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you had to. I am by no means any kind of radio professional, but you, know, you had to kind of walk me through what you wanted. It took a little, little while to get for me to get semi mediocre. <laughs> well. So anyways, I didn't know if you've listened to that. I, I, I wanted to bring that up. I wanted to bring that up to make sure that, you know, you didn't think I was replacing you or anything like that. So anyways, I didn't know if you've listened to that. I, I, I wanted to bring that up. I wanted to bring that up to make sure that, you know, you didn't think I was replacing you or anything like that. So. Well, see, that's another big thing with me is scheduling because it's so sporadic. I, most of the time, I don't know about an appointment until the day before. Mm-hmm. Like tomorrow, I've got to take um, Phil off to a doctor's appointment, mm -hmm. and it's it, it, you know, and it's not just that. It's like I've I've got to get him to these appointments, and I got to get him back here. I got to try to get back here before these nurses leave. So it's just a it's such a scheduling conflict that it, you know it really drives me crazy. Mm -hmm. But you know, I've I've got to you know I got to do it. I mean, I don't mind helping. I don't, but it's just like there's so I got so much crap going on. I mean, it's just, and I, I can't tell you, there's one thing that I can't stand is, you know, we can do the show at this time, and then we go, the last minute I go, I can't make it. Well, it. well. You get up there, you get set up, you get ready to go, and then I'm, you get a text, and I'm just saying, I can't do it. And that's, that's what's been happening way too much. I just don't know where things are going. I understand, Shane. I just, I just want to make, I just want to, I just want to talk to you and say, hey, look, and you know what I'm going to do with your permission? Do you mind if I use that tomorrow, just so everyone has an update on what's going on? Huh? That's fine. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. No big deal. All right. Just, just be optimistic about it, and you know, just see where it goes. Yeah. And you know, as far as I'm concerned, that's that's kind of what I'm doing is just seeing where all of this goes. At some point, Travis, it's got to settle down. Right, it's got to. Yeah, and and I think it will. And and a lot of it is me getting my head right 
get my head screwed on right. Because you know, I'm, I'm not even kidding you. It's it's hard to come on the show and be funny and lighthearted when you got a, a ton of things weighing you down. I know. I know, man. So, and that's a, that's a disservice to you and the show. Honestly, that's the way I feel about it. Well, we miss you, Shane. Well, I appreciate it. I miss me, too. <laughs> can, you, can you rub your balls on the phone for me just one more, one more time before? <laughs> I already have. I already have, man. Well, I will continue to support the show by listening. And I don't have Facebook anymore. I've deleted that shit. I'm such sick and tired of looking at people, what they ate and where they went and Christmas parties. and Yeah. I'm like, I, I'm really, really tired of it. I'm sure. I'm sure. I know, I saw, uh, there was something I was looking at. Oh, not your page, someone else's page deleted something. So, anyways. All right, Shane, well, um, it's 4 o'clock. Okay. And uh, I hope you're doing well. hope you're doing well as well. Yep. And well. We'll get it figured out. I know. I know we will. Sooner, sooner or later. I just want you to know that you're in my thoughts and your family's in my thoughts as well. Well, I appreciate that, sir. Yours and mine. Yes. Well, especially when I'm on the toilet. Waiting on the plug. What plug? Butt plug? No, you know how to do that. First initial. Oh. Alright, we'll talk to you later. Alright, see you bye. See you bye. point is just giving her a chance.